and uh, we actually had some random guy that that gave us five stars and commented. He said, this is really entertaining and uh, informative. Thank you. I'm like, that's exactly what we were going for. Oh, no, that's that's my buddy. Welcome to The Basketball Mood. This is a podcast about everything basketball. I'm Christian Urban with my brother Randy, and our third member of the team is Mike DiGiorgio. What was that thing with Shaq last night? <laughs> Did you see Shaq after the Raptors game? Yeah, oh, when he was talking about Pascal? Yeah, Ernie was like, you're going to talk about Pascal. He goes, no, I want to talk about Siakam. <laughs> yeah, Pascal. That's his name? Uh, Ernie, you all you say is Siakam. That's all I know. Chris was working on uh, on Shaq ordering Burger King drive-thru. <laughs> Can I take your order, please? Yeah. Can I have a triple Big King? I'm sorry, we uh, just do doubles or singles. All right. Uh, can I have uh, three three patties on uh, one? <laughs> anyway. Um, you know, uh, can I talk about one thing, though? Yeah. Like, James Hart is passing. Like he's getting a lot of attention on the fact that he has great court vision because people have been sort of overlooking that because he, you know, tends to hog the ball, and now he's in a different situation. Well, he never hogged the ball before. Well, he had he just, he, all the he time. Had to, I know. <laughs> I give yeah, up. He had to I make am out. <laughs> he had to make the assist. Like he had to make the assist. So he dribble it 15 times, but then pass it to the guy who had to shoot it because there was three seconds left. Yeah, he's still having the ball in his hands the majority of the time, right? Yeah, based on that offense that they had him, he was. Yeah, the, yeah. He was it's like Lillard. it's like Lillard. Yeah, but listen to this. I saw Harden's averaging 24 points on 50, 40, 90 shooting. A league leading 11.7 assists, 8.2 rebounds per game as a net. He's alternating between orchestrating the offense when he shares the floor with Irving and Durant, 4 to 4.4 to 1 assist to turnover ratio, and just 18.5% usage rate in big three minutes. That's crazy. He's doing a way better job yeah. than I thought. Oh, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm totally wrong on that. Remember the show we talked about that? I'm like, I don't think he's going to fit in. I don't think he's going to change. He's completely well, I think you know, proving everybody wrong. The biggest thing was... Kyrie giving him mm -hmm. the point guard moniker because what like when you have that idea in your head that you're the point guard now it's like okay I need to get others involved mm -hmm. and usually if that's Kyrie then he's going to be the one who has the ball all the time because he doesn't want to give it up mm -hmm. and and you know Harden came in did a good job early of you know not taking as many shots and letting those two you know get off a little bit mm -hmm. and now it's it's really paying off I find we shouldn't be that surprised that he he's sort of showing this sort of extrasensory court vision because when you can navigate in the paint and time your steps, you have a tremendous amount of detail, like attention to detail in that. And that oh, is yeah. so difficult. So if you already have that sort of spatial awareness. Well, he's such a great shooter too that your game as a point guard opens up tenfold when you can score the basketball from, from any yeah, position. For sure. Well, also they have so much shooting on the on the court too. Like Joe Harris, I don't think has missed in the last month. Yeah, and they're but you know they haven't been playing with KD very much because of the protocols, and you know there there are going to be shots that need to go to him. So it'll it'll be interesting. But it's it's neat to see uh, from my perspective that when they want to defend, they can. 
you know, in yeah, certain, certain teams, teams I, I feel like yeah. they couldn't guard the Raptors. No, that game they couldn't. Yeah, Raptors got whatever they wanted. Did did you for see, the most part? Did you see um, Kyrie? You didn't see this, Chris. Mike, you probably saw it. But Kyrie apparently said, you know, after LeBron missed the technical free throw yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's your best free sh- free throw shooter, y'all. Yeah. He was like caught on camera saying that's your best free throw shooter, y'all, because he like bricked it. Yeah, that's crazy. And I want to know this. You're Mike. You're the biggest LeBron fan that I know, probably. Why is he not a good free throw shooter? He's a good free throw shooter. He's 70 something percent for his career. Average. Yeah. How can you work on your game that much? How can you be that good of of a basketball player and not be a good free throw shooter? Like Pascal Siakam started playing basketball when he was 17, 18 years old, and he's shooting 80% from the free throw line. I'm just saying, like, what's in LeBron's technique, mindset, or what that holds him back from making free throws? Must be in his head. I mean, like, for most guys, it's in their head. Like, what what holds Luca back from making free throws? What holds Giannis back from making free throws? Giannis' Who, form? Have <laughs> you seen that thing? Like, yeah, but like oh, Giannis made them. Form. Yeah. Giannis made them as a, when he was younger in the yeah. league. Yeah. Like, and I get it. Your hands like super big and it's a different story holding the ball like that. But he also got jacked up though. Big time. Like he looks like a completely different person. Who? Giannis. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that and takes, that, that, yeah. that, that takes a toll on, on your shooting for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I mean, Giannis was, I don't remember him being but, very good. Mike, it, it's, 77% in 1617. 76 and 17, 18. I love the camera angles like straight on when they're shooting the, the free throws because you really get to see, you know, the trajectory of the ball where it's coming up through the body. You know, from the side, it looks like, oh, that's a pretty good shot. I don't know why he's not making them. But when you look at it right dead on, the ball stays right through the middle, goes right over the head and just releases. And you know, that a- ball's got to go to the right. And I just don't understand, like, who? why isn't anybody just saying, well, listen, man, you want to be a better shooter? Try this. But I wonder if it's because their arms are so long that sometimes the mechanics of, I I don't know. Okay, look, all somebody would have to do. It's in their head because in an empty gym, they make shots. But but Mike, though, but Mike, it's, there's a a clear difference though in form when you like analyze his his form to, you know, two elbows out like this and the ball's over his head. Yeah. Like I look. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I'm saying if he, if he walked in the gym with nobody in there and no TV cameras, he'll make a hundred in a row. All the coach needs to do is say, Giannis, here's the ball. Don't use the other support hand. You know, and just do one-handed shots and see where that ball goes. I guarantee that ball's not going to go. That's not the problem. I guarantee that ball's not going to go over his head. The hand is going to go over the elbow, and it's just going to sort of go straight up. That's, it's not to say that that's irrelevant, but it's like what, why he's missing is not due to his form, in my opinion. You think because Marcus Camby could be a free th- good free throw shooter because, you know, so-and-so could be a good free throw yeah. shooter and Ray Allen's shot looks different than so-and-so's. But there's a baseline, like, standard. Yeah, I think so, too. But wouldn't that affect him in an, in an empty gym as well? I, the empty gym is irrelevant to me. The fact is he's in a game. That's what he's getting paid to do, play in a game. And if he's not shooting, if his form is just not where it needs to be, that's not, that's not a coincidence. Well, right? do you think Rajon Rondo's a good shooter, Mike? Yeah, yeah. He's shown that he can be. It just yeah. has to be but, in the playoffs. So, so you're saying? So you're talking about streaky shooting then? So, well, this is it because I've seen Rajon Rondo before a game bang 15 threes in a row. Yeah. But then I've seen him miss ten in a row hitting the side of the backboard. So, For sure. 
It's I, in his I, head. I don't think that's in his head. That's got to be, there's something more than in his head there. Either way, well, if it's in his head, it, it doesn't matter. You need a technique that's going to withstand that extra little bit of pressure. That's what I think. You need that. That's, that's what I think. You got to eliminate the variables. And you eliminate the variables by having textbook shooting. But it's an interesting debate. It's an interesting discussion. Um, otherwise, Mike, why do you teach shooting? Well, you, you teach shooting to have the same, to be able to replicate the same thing every single time you shoot. Yeah. So, so that, that, yeah, that is the, that's the big picture. That's what you want. You need to be able to replicate your shot every time. Okay. Re- but replicate they, a bad shot over and over again. Yeah. I don't think because they didn't do that with Pascal. They constantly tweaking or yeah. constantly tweaking it and yeah. constantly moving him towards a, a better um, extension, rotation and follow through. So for sure, for sure. Anyway, let's talk. Let's start this podcast. It's hard to break those habits, <laughs> but it's hard to break those habits. Yeah. You know, like Mike, we've all said, when yeah, they're yeah. at a certain age, you know, and they've grown up that way, I think people yeah. coaches just sort of give up and they say, you know what, let's For just sure. work with you. Have. And that's why that's why Mike's saying, I think it'll he, take it'll take five thousand to ten thousand shots to change a habit. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Something simple too, like just to change it so that you do it unconsciously. Because when you shoot in a game, it's unconscious. Like yeah. you don't. You don't have time to be like, okay, I got to keep my elbow in when I catch the ball. Like that can't be going through your head or else, you know, you don't have time to do that. You're not going to get your shot off. Mm-hmm. Just to go back to, are you, Mike, are you like a little bit like sort of impressed by uh, James Harden's sort of passing ability? Or yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they look good last night. Yeah. They, you know what? The best, they've, the best they've looked is when, they, when there's only two of them, any combination of the two. Like they look really good when they're two. I think the teams that can score consistently on them, I don't know. They have the most talent for sure. They have the most talent. It's not even close. If Anthony Davis is out for a long time, the Lakers are in big, big, big trouble. What's big trouble? Where are they like going to finish? Not, they're, they'll be a sixth seed. Is that a problem? Yeah, because I think they'll lose in the first or second round. I don't think LeBron at his, at his age right now can win the final, can win it all. Are we assuming AD back for the playoffs? Or no, I'm just saying. If, I'm just saying if AD probably doesn't, if AD doesn't come back, you know, this season, say the injury's way more worse than than people think, and I just, I just, you know, uh, they're they're in trouble. I got a question for you guys. If if LA the Lakers are healthy and Brooklyn's healthy, they meet in the finals. Who do you guys have? Lakers. Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn. I think the star power, the ability to score. Who are the other two guys on the court? Like you said, Joe Harris, who hasn't missed yeah. a shot this month. Will he miss in the finals? I don't know. With those guys on the court, you know how open he's going to be? Uh, how did he do against the Raps in the playoffs last year? I don't know. I just He was okay. He yeah. was okay. Yeah. I, I Who's, the fifth? Who's the fifth guy? Jeff Green? You want to go to war with him? Well, I don't think it really matters at that point, Mike. <laughs> you know, when you have, <laughs> when you have three Hall of Famers. Um, I also don't think... Anthony Davis by himself is, you know, the be all end all to get you where you have, where you need to go because he hasn't. And at this point, LeBron can do that, has done that, but he can't do it now. I don't think as good as he is, as, as amazing of an athlete, as amazing of a player he is. And I just think he can't. Um, let's talk, uh, Damian Lillard. Oh, Lillard's unbelievable. We were watching just a recap of the, um, of the Pelicans Blazers game. He steps yeah. into those shots with supreme confidence. Oh, it's crazy. He's, He's he's well, his clutch numbers this year are oh, insane. Yeah, yeah, he's the by far the the best clutch player in the league. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's, you, he's, he's late he's, game situ late game situation. Would you take him or Steph? Him, really? Yeah. Wow. Steph hasn't Steph's numbers aren't good in the clutch. Mm-hmm. 
Dame, Dame's proven. Dame's proven. I don't know if there's anyone better than Dame. The I only guy I'd probably take over Dame are bigger guys like LeBron or or, or KD or um, guys that can get their shot off a little bit easier. Doncic late game can do some damage as well. Yeah, he can. He's big. He's tall. He can shoot over the top. Lillard's whole team just sort of gets out of the way, and he like takes it on four consecutive <laughs> possessions. And probably because the other team's defense is, you know, they sort of looked exhausted and pretty shitty. So Damien's like, well, why not? Why don't I just why don't do what I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's where when you're that good offensively, it's hard to not want to take the ball every time. Yeah, because you you know that's so I look at their offense. I'm like, oh, I'd like to see a little bit more movement. But then you got this guy that's just yeah ridiculously unstoppable. Yeah. How do you you know and how do you they, say hey don't beat him off the dribble this time? I can do it every time he says. Yeah. And then they yeah, sort of yeah, yeah yeah and then they sort of decide to collapse on him baseline and then he just dishes it off for yeah, an easy basket yeah, you know yeah. so. They're interesting. I still don't like them as much as everybody does. Um, well, how do you like? It's also a team game, you know. So when you see a guy taking the majority of the shots, what has to change there? Like you can't tell a player that's that talented. Uh, can you pass the ball more? Like what? Like what needs to happen for that team to, you know, become sort of like that balanced threat? The, the key is how the, the defense is playing. So basically what, what teams have done in the playoffs against Dame is they trap him, right? And they, they force him to give it up. And that puts everybody else in a decision-making role, which then they don't let him get it back easily. Mm-hmm. So so that against that kind of defense, it's tough for him to start to go, you know, to get his own because there's, always, there's constantly two guys on him. But in the regular season, everybody plays base defense. Everyone drops, everyone just switches, and he gets those one-on-one matchups. And in, in those matchups... He's pretty much unstoppable. So is there is there a way for them to get to a point where the decision they need a better decision maker off the ball, if that makes mm-hmm. sense? Can Covington be that guy? He's been playing better. McCollum. Isn't McCollum that guy? Isn't that what his But he never is? like it, I'm talking more so in a pick and roll scenario where they double team they double team Dame. And Dame gives it up to the guy who sets him the screen. And that's not usually McCollum, right? Like right. it's there's not really any McCollum little pick and rolls. So in the past, it's been Aminu, it's been Zach Collins, it's been Nurkic, it's been Covington, uh, Covington this year. You know, so are those the guys you want making the decision against the defense? Could it be Carmelo Anthony? Could, could, but Carmelo usually makes the decision to shoot it. Um, so as he should. So is that at the detriment of the team if you spend a whole season sort of like playing the way Damian can play and, and according to the defense on the other team? Um, don't you think that everybody sort of suffers when it comes to playoff time because nobody really has that type of experience game to game? In, to in sort a of like situation? Yeah. yeah. No, no, because he's he's very unique in the sense that like, well, it, it, you, you see it with Harden, you see it with Doncic, like the guys – you see it with Giannis, the guys who have the ball a ton, right? Get to the playoffs where they can't be the the teams are going to be able to game plan against that one guy and say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to let this guy beat me. I'm going to force everybody else to beat me. And when when that's the case, they struggle in the playoffs. And those are the teams that struggle. The teams that that are really good in the playoffs are the ones that can play different ways. So you you say, okay, I'm going to go stop Lowry tonight. Well, then we got Fred and Pascal and, you know, Norm and OG and all those guys, right? If if I want to go stop, 
LeBron. Well, we got AD and we got, you know, that's last it. year they had oh, Rondo to, to run the offense. Like, there's just different ways to do things, right? You couldn't do that against Golden State when, when they had KD because that there was just too many options. They call it heliocentric offense. When heliocentric means one guy makes all the decisions. So that in the past and this year, it's been Doncic, Lillard, um, Harden, Giannis. LeBron right? and some of those other teams. LeBron, yeah. yeah. But really, LeBron, really LeBron's though. teams like it, shoot the ball in the teams yeah. that in the teams that he LeBron. didn't have the good players. Like right. everything went through LeBron. So Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, what would you do uh, if you're general manager of Portland, or you could make you know the decisions to set that team up? What would you do? What would you do to solve that problem? I think you got to run less pick and roll. You know, they they need Nurkic back. They need to play Gary Trent more because that's more shooting. They need to commit to just playing with shooters that that and hope they make shots. That won't fix the defensive end though. So you know. So you go. We, Nurkic, we've talked about that before. So yeah. you go Nurkic, Covington, Lillard, McCollum, and Gary Trent. Yeah, I mean that 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 would be my lineup to start at least, and then you you kind of roll with the hot hand if Melo's hot, Covington's not. You know you can throw him in. Like you you got to play the game a little bit, but is that going to fix the defensive end? I don't uh, I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick. Where oh, do you... Oh, God. What is this? Mike, if you look at my game... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where we were going. In just, in, just in, the, in the level that I played, in the world that I played in, do you think I'm like Damian Lillard? <laughs> All right. oh. Like a kind of a scoring, shoot it. Any, I'm not talking when I played at U of T because I was a backup and I wasn't, you know. But if you look at my... My the pinnacle of my skill set in in terms of who I was playing against. I give you Tyler Harrow. Tyler yeah. Harrow. Yeah. You had a little swagger to you. You could finish inside a little bit. You didn't have the range for Dame. You didn't have the okay. range in the. <laughs> Good one, Mike. He's right. I, that, hey, I'm just I'm just trying to give the people what they want. You know. <laughs> they want the truth. Okay. <laughs> I like I like Tyler Harrow. I like Tyler Harrow for your game. I like C.J. McCollum. Yeah. So, I like so non-traditional point guards that like the ball, or like yeah, but like combos. like a scoring guy, but can you know had a little bit of off the dribble, off the dribble flair, you know, can pass it a little bit, a lot of bit. <laughs> but it was Gilbert Arenas before he retired. Yeah, passing has never been your your forte. What are you talking about? I'm a <laughs> willing passer. Okay, what I, does Mike think about that? I like passing. I agree. He passed. <laughs> he, he was a good passer. Yeah, he was forced to on a, on a university team. But when you get him out on the court, it's nothing like that. It's, 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 I, I beg to differ. Those Thursday night those Thursday night games at George Brown College, that's buddy. That's right, Mike. Speak it. Fifth, we shared the ball. Fifth, me and that's you. That's right. And who was the, the fifth leading scorer in oh. the league? Me. I guess that says a lot about me when I'm on his team. <laughs> no, I do get a little tunnel vision at oh, times. Yeah. That's for Come sure. On. My my brain starts to think score. Mike's brain starts to think. And you, pass. Mike, you know what's sort of crazy? Whenever we play, like you know, at the farm or whatever, you know, I throw him alley oops, and like they're perfect. They're right on. He has never <laughs> I can jump too. He has <laughs> never learned how to throw a proper alley oop. Like it's always like way past. I haven't had a lot of practice. Like you don't exactly speaking of, speaking, of, speaking of spatial awareness. Like you don't. Like, there's nothing like that when you're throwing the ball in the air. You ever thrown a lob in a game, Randy? Uh, not not one that was converted. I don't oh think. wow! 
<laughs> Mike, have you? You've thrown a bunch, oh, I guess, yeah, yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, That yeah. must have been, oh, like, those must be really good feelings when you get that. Like, like 30, 30 oh, or 40. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, I we had a guy, we had a guy when I was in grade 12, we had a guy on our high school team who would score 20 points on 10 dunks. <laughs> really? His name was Taylor Lesakuta. And he was, he was the best in-game dunker I've ever seen play. What do you mean? Like, obviously not NBA level, <laughs> okay, obviously. Okay, but, okay, like, yeah. just, in, just in, like, you know, that I've played with. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. The guy would dunk everything. Like, we, we, we used to run the tip play off the tip where, where, where we tip it back. He, he, would, he would win the tip because he could jump so high and he had long arms. He'd win the tip, and we'd set him a back screen at half court. We'd push the ball up the sideline, and then so it would be tip back, Pass up the sideline, lob at the rim, dunk to start the game. And I'll tell you, whenever we would play those Barry teams, hey, 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 <laughs> that, that would start the game off proper for us wow. for sure. Mike, how tall was this guy? Six eight, okay. but long arms and really could really jump, really really so jump. What do you think his vertical was at six eight, like roughly forty five? Like he was, he was, he was putting the ball between his legs. He was. <laughs> He was good. Like he was really. He plays. He played pro in in France afterwards. What's your vertical, so, Mike? Thirty-two. Proud of it. Thirty-two oh, inches. Really no. At, at no my way. peak. No way. Not now. Not now. I know. But not now. And I said not. No way. Then either. Ask Williams. I beat him. I had a higher vert than Williams. So. Oh, okay. So is yours higher than mine? No way. I don't know. No we way. Never did a vert. I don't know what your vert is. What's your vert? Well, what do you think it is? Let's try to let's try to do the math here. Five eleven. Two feet, one hand dunker. Well, what what's the reach though? What's your reach? That that matters. My arms aren't long. So, Mike, have you ever dunked in a game? Five times? No, never in a game. Five times in warm up. Well, you only have five warm up dunks. I have more yeah. warm up dunks than you. <laughs> yeah. And you got you, me by three, four inches. Yeah. So your vert's probably higher than mine. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't say it wasn't. You I just told just you what I was betting yes, that he Randy. was going to say. Yeah, I don't think so, Randy. <laughs> I didn't need a lot of, like, I need the right conditions. I was the guy who passed it to the guy who dunked. Yeah. That was like, my whole warm-up when I played at UFT. I just kept trying to dunk every warm-up. I was like, <laughs> I'm not getting in the game hardly for many shots. I might as well just try to junk, dunk and wow the crowd. Who was in the stands <laughs> for that about one? The who, crowd who, are you, you? <laughs> who are you wowing for that one? I don't know, but all I remember, oh, when, when one, of us made, one of our buddies made a video of me trying to dunk, our roommate, Mark Myers, he made a video of me trying to dunk in warm-up, and there was a girl in the background writing on the chalkboard. You know the chalkboard at the end of the U of T thing? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. writing on it, and I threw one down, and all you see is and she her. Turns and looks she at turns you. and looks like, like yeah. something just happened because the crowd, the few people that were there were like, what was that? What did I just see? That kid really? dunked? Yeah. So wait, you noticed this everybody is... else noticed that? Yeah, people were watching me try to It was dunk. loud. It was loud. Did, do you I, still have that video? I, I've been oh, trying to track it down. That. And it I, was on VHS. We used to watch it before I, we went out. We <laughs> had to, to motivate ourselves. Before we go out drinking. Well, like. it, was, it was put, to, to be fair, it was put to Jay-Z's brush your shoulders off. So anytime that comes I, on, I, I think yeah, I'm fired yeah, up in yeah. general, right? Uh, but we so did watch that before funny. we went out. All the time. All, it was on oh repeat, too. We used God. to just rewind it and replay it. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix, uh, real or on. fake? I keep thinking about how I first tried out for the team when I, the year I played with you. I was having a party, and all the guys were at my party, our party, right at our place. Yeah. And what was this? 
you know, we were having a good time, right? And <laughs> Kenny was like, you should try out. I'm like, ah, I tried out before I didn't make it. Or I tried out last year, but I made it and I didn't want to play. And I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, well, when's the tryout? He goes, tomorrow. <laughs> it's like two in the morning i I wake up i don't feel so good my head is just pounding and i get my gear on i'm like i told him i would i'm gonna try out and i went to try out and i made the team and i played with that's where i met mike and you guys lived happily ever i don't know so i didn't mean to tell many so many stories about me and make this about me like i'm damian lillard i'm not damian lillard come on (laughs) god no (laughs) <laughs> I apologize to our listeners out there. Apologize to Damien. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, is Phoenix good? I like them. I, li- I like I like their versatility. I like their talent level. They got different guys that step up on different nights. I think Bridges is super underrated, you know, and and they have their leader. So I think they're real. I feel like I need more out of uh, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, everybody like I just, does. I don't. Hundred percent. So, so here, here, here's what they'll do at one at some point. I, in my opinion, this is what they'll do. They'll play Sarich, okay? Yeah. Because I think they like him, and if he's not going good, they'll just go small and they'll put Crowder at the five. And and I can see that happening in a playoff series against a team that doesn't really have a great big guy. Cam Johnson, Crowder, Bridges, Booker, and Paul. Like that's a really good lineup, in my opinion. So when people say Chris Paul never won a championship and that limits his, you know, status as one of the all-time greats or, or it limits like how high you look at him as the all-time greats. How do you assess that argument? Because for me, I'm not about that. When, when Chris Paul was playing for the Clippers, he was an absolute monster, even in the playoffs. I know, oh. they, didn't, <laughs> I know they didn't play very, I don't know they didn't go very far or whatever, but I just remember covering that for the score and just going, this guy is an absolute beast. He is a bulldog. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> stop. stop using those terms. All right. <laughs> Chris is into it tonight. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so, Mike, on, do you think on. like do you do you think that that has any bearing? I, I'm, I'm huge with that. Like I to me, winning is a team thing. Okay. And and you know, he's been on good teams. Absolutely. They choked against Houston. Absolutely. Okay. Up three one, up twenty in the fourth. Like Yes, they, they they should have won that. Okay. But guess what? There's lots of guys who lose all the time, right? Like you can't win every year. Like that's just not possible, right? And and he was never the reason they lost, Yeah. in my opinion. Right. So you think he's one of the all-time great point guards Absolutely. that we've ever seen? Top, top three, and it's not even close to me. Like it's not close. Okay, okay. Because, really? Wait, yeah, all time? All time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when you look at the best player that he ever played with. If you take away that Houston team with James Harden, because that was just a weird season, in my opinion. The offense is strange. The whole well, he got hurt, and they almost beat they the almost best Golden State off. team right, ever. Right, so I mean, he, I'm just saying, if you take that away for argument's sake, who's the best player he ever played with? Blake, Blake Griffin? Griffin? Yeah. Okay. Maybe somebody should. Maybe people should factor that into the conversation. I think Blake Griffin was awesome at that time. But, like, LeBron James played with Dwayne Wade. Yeah, LeBron James absolutely. played with Chris Bosh. Those two are better than, had better careers than 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 Blake Griffin. Yep. So how come people don't think like that when they talk about Chris Ball? Oh, he never wins. He's never he's never played with anybody. 
Because it's the rings, Randy. But he's never playing with anybody. That's what I just said. What are the top three point guards of all time for you? Well, I guess it depends who you value, like who you call a point guard. Like Magic, if he's a point guard. Yeah. John Stockton, Chris Paul. Oh, Pistol Pete. uh, No, Isaiah Thomas. I don't call him a point guard. Okay. He's a scoring guard. You don't put Isaiah Thomas as a point guard? His best attribute was scoring, in my opinion. Right, so so like because then you you get into that like is LeBron a point guard? Okay, but Detroit listed him as their point guard. Like, do you not call Damian Lillard a point guard because he scores all the time and takes all the shots? Well, he he runs the offense, so I call him a point guard. Yes, Isaiah is a, a weird. Like he had some crazy assist seasons, I guess. Yeah, I I don't know about Isaiah. I think Nash is in there. Yeah, Nash is, is good. Cur- is Curry a point guard? He he'll be in there somewhere. Oh, this leads you to my last topic, Mike. Game of buckets. Another thing we used to do for U of T. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, Nash, like, where do you put him in the top point guards of all time? Like, that is the prototypical so, point so guard. His pro- the problem with Nash was he didn't play the defensive okay. side of the ball like those other guys did. All right. So his offensive side, he was insane, right? Like, he was one of the first 50, 40, 90 guys. He was the leader of the seven seconds or less. Yeah. Only averaged 15 points per game. Yeah, but you, you listen to him now, and he said, you know, if I had known what I know now, I would have shot the ball way more, Oh, right? Yeah, and yeah. and it's yeah. just a different game then. So it's We were it's begging tough. for him as fans to have to, to for him to shoot more, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back-to-back MVPs, not many guys do that. Yeah. Mike. Okay, buckets. buckets. What do we got for buckets? My, okay, buckets is a game that we used to play after practice at U of T, and it was you make one, there's one in the bucket. Then Mike shoots. There's two in the bucket if yeah, he makes Mike it. Mike knows like, he's played No, it. I'm just saying for the, for the <laughs> we, have to, we have to explain it. And Chris shoots, he <laughs> makes it three in the bucket. And then if I shoot, because come back to me and I miss, I've got three. You don't want to get to 11, right? So we would play this game after every practice. It was awesome. So I'm asking you this. Who are you taking in a game of buckets, Steph or Seth? Steph. Really? I think Steph, Steph would just like talk a bunch of shit to Seth and like he's better than Seth and he would just okay, you Seth, know, get in his head. Seth is the older brother, a higher percentage from three in his career, shooting 44 point, no, what's he shooting this year? I can't stand this topic. He's shooting 47.9% from three. At one point this year, he was shooting 50% from the field, 50% from three, and 100% from the free throw line. So he can shoot it. Absolutely. I'm not saying he's not a better player, or I'm not saying he's a better player, but he can shoot it. So in a game, why do you hate this topic? Ah, because there's okay, keep going. No, well, tell me why do you hate they're this? so closely alike in terms of their ability that you're so not going to go what, wrong, and then you start getting no, no, into the, the nitty of like psychology and whose hair is better on that date. Like I don't know. No, I mean, I'm saying you got one shot. Okay, so you got one shot for your life. Yeah, but so who what? are you taking? Okay, this is good. Who are you going to take? Uh, Steph. Who are you going to take? Uh, Seth. So what? <laughs> it's going to be a tie game then. Like, okay, Debbie Downer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mike, who, do you, who would you rather take in a bucket? Chris or Randy? What's this, that's what I'm saying. Oh, See? that's a good one. No. That's the question. I'm taking Randy. I quit. I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it. Oh, okay, God. so whenever we play at home or whenever we play in the bar, Chris beats me. He's, he's the all-time urban family leader in shooting competitions. And it's not close. So the older brother has a has an advantage. They have this weird psychological not that, advantage. Not, not in that scenario, man. Steph is Steph's the big man on campus on that one. All right. Well, who would win between you and your brother? Me. Mike. 
Not even close. Mike. Come on. Anthony's a better shooter than you. No, never. Can you do team buckets? Like, could could the DiGiorgios go against the Urbans in team buckets? Yeah, ultimate shot. How does that work? I take one, you take one. Yeah. It it just goes in as a team. Then AD takes one, Chris takes one. Then back to me. Okay, so then, so as a team, you don't want to get to 11. Right. Okay. Well, we should do that. Yeah. We should. Chris, I'm your partner, man. You're in good shape to win. What do you mean? You're in good shape to Chris, win. Chris, I can shoot I'm it. Your... I can shoot it, man. Mike, here's the thing with Randy and this I is and shooting. Upset. I no, you're look, you're a great shooter. I got no Thank you. no problem. But the way you teach it is like I don't understand it. Because <laughs> like I've broken shooting down to like a science. And uh, you know, when you're you when you're like struggling, you're like I ask you, well, why don't you just do this when you struggle? I don't know. I just figure I'm going to just do, you know, just further extend. Like, you have hey. to have it down to a science where you can, like, really plug that hole and, and fix and fix the problem. I got the basics down, and I just let it fly, baby. Yeah, but that's the thing. Your advice to a shooter is like, no, just let it fly. <laughs> like, that's, that's what you would say. When you got that kind it's of true. Stroke. Sometimes you just got to let it fly and trust that you, you've done the work well, beforehand. When, when Jordan hit that game when he shot in 98, he made a joke. I think we all saw the documentary where he's talking? like, I was short the last couple of times and he had a cigar as well. But I figured that last time I had to point those two fingers at that net. He, I had to do it. And like, that? That, yeah, that's, and I'm like, I hear you, Mike. It's been, it's been three episodes that Chris mentioned Michael Jordan. So I was wondering when it was going to happen. It's been a while, eh? Yeah. All right. Mike, we're going to have um, somebody on to debate you. Sometime in the future. <laughs> He's a numbers guy. He wants Ooh. to debate you. You know him, Brian Laundry. Yeah. He wants Brian to, Laundry? We're going to get him. Oh, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, my yeah. guy. Him, we're going to get him. Chris is bringing in a ringer to my guy. debate you. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you do better it. get ready. On Michael versus LeBron. Okay, let's do it. Anyway. Mike, last chance before we go. Who's winning in buckets, you, me, or Chris, if we play tomorrow? Me. I never lose. <laughs> what? I don't even pick me in this. I'm taking Chris. <laughs> I can't. I can't with a straight face say I'll ever lose because I'm not. I'm just that confident. You're that, you so. are confident. Right. And when you when we did play the last time, you you were you were handling me for a little bit there. Mike, when so you say big. that though, is there just a little bit of doubt, or is it just are you like maybe? Hard-wired? But I'm not say that. Okay. Okay. So. All right. Oh, Chris, thanks. We just got it out of him. He's yeah. got a little bit of doubt. All right. <laughs> All right, you. We can play one on one after though too. Yeah, well, no. I, uh, if I need, if we're playing one on one, I'm not playing in a little half court. I'm going full court one on one. You want a little cardio in that? Yeah, I want one on one full court. Like springtime, we'll go to that court. I yeah. got you. Any any day, any time. Okay. One on one full Buddy, court. I'm doing 10k a day here. You can't you can't keep don't worry, up. Don't worry about my don't worry about my my wins. I'll force okay. you to shoot, and then I win. I've seen that. There's something called a post up. I've seen that knuckle ball, man. <laughs> Something that. called a post up. You, know, you can post me up every possession. In grade Absolutely. eight, <laughs> in right, grade Barkley. eight, I hit twelve straight shots. Uh, all right. No, twelve straight points. He said six shots. Shut up. <laughs> this has been an Industry Valley Pictures production.